Joining us in studio today is Nico Klenons. Thank you for your time, Nico. Good morning and good morning to the listeners as well. It's a real fact that the COVID-19 cases are on the increase yet again. And that poses the question, do we need to look at another lockdown? The president and the minister of health have a problem on their hands because they do need to take steps to cut down on the rate of infections. But if the steps they take is a heavier lockdown, then that affects the economy. And so they've got a debate, and this is why he's taking his time, as to what is the best way to move forward. Now, the rules are quite simple. You sanitize, you wear face masks, and you keep social distancing. But for some reason, in parts of Cape Town, that is not happening. Two Sundays ago, I returned from Neisner. And as I went down uh, Boys Drive, about 40 motor cars pulled over on the side of the road, on the left and the right, some facing the right way, some facing the wrong way. And those cars were packed full of party goers on a Sunday afternoon. They'd enjoyed the fruits of the vine and they were no longer sober. I didn't see a single member of that party wearing face masks. I saw absolutely no social distancing. And everybody was hugging everybody and having a ball of a party. That's the kind of event that's causing the problem because it doesn't help we wearing our masks seven days a week and then on the seventh day when there's a party, we don't wear the masks, we don't sanitize, we don't keep social distancing. And that is where the problem is right now. What does he do? At this point in time, uh, on Friday, they, the rate of infection for the Western Cape was just on uh, 1,800 new cases. Yeah, that's high. The active cases is the important figure. Mm. And for South Africa, the active cases was 41,158. If we go back a week, the number of active cases, in fact, fell by 7%. Mm. But the daily average for active is climbing too fast. Mm. And that is the problem. And I think he's hoping by some miracle we are going to listen and start behaving. Mm. And I hope so too. Because if we go to level two or level three, it's going to trigger closing of certain businesses. Now, I've decided just to explain what's had to happen in the United Kingdom. And I've done that because I have a lot of clients in the United Kingdom and I was able to talk to them and they tell me how it actually affects them. They've gone into heavier lockdown. So once more, Boris is saying to them, you may go to work, but I'd prefer if you work from home. Mm. And some of my clients live about an hour by train outside of London. They've opted to work from home. And they've now had to set up everything again. So they're actually benefiting from the work from home rule. 
you can still shop for essential services, but non-essential providers have to close immediately. Okay. So your pubs, mm. your clothing stores, those are shut immediately. And those who go to Oxford Street around this time of the year to do their shopping will now notice Oxford Street is not looking nearly as busy as it was a week or two ago. Mm. So stores who hadn't moved from bricks and mortar, they literally are going to end up losing their business again and they're back to where they've started. So you can buy non-essential items via the internet or online, mm. but you cannot go to the local pub and have a meal. That is no longer possible. Mm. That avenue. So alcohol sales obviously uh, are banned again, and the buying of alcohol during the day is also no longer possible unless you do online. Formal schooling is allowed, so you can go to, to schools again. Your, you can attend support groups. If there's a support group that is based on health or emotional issues, you can go as long as they're not more than 15, one, five people in the room. The minute it gets to beyond 15, that meeting is no longer allowed, can't continue. Mm. Funerals and church services are okay up to 30 persons. Yeah. So if you go to a huge cathedral, St. Paul's, or one of those, there's going to be a problem. Not more than 30 of you can go in. Mm. So it also means that the tours of those sites mm. are going to have to close because of the, the lockdown rules. What they do have that I like that we don't have is they have a concept of a support bubble. These are people that you've agreed are going to behave in a certain way so you can meet with them. But that support bubble is fairly small and you can't just add people and take them out as you wish. So if your mother and your father and your cousin is in the support bubble, you can keep meeting with them. But your neighbor is out of the support bubble, so that's not going to happen. Uh, traveling, obviously, is res restricted. If you didn't have your wedding by two days ago, it's off. It can't happen. If you didn't go on your holiday and get back in time, it's off. It's not going to happen. That's not even an option to debate about. Um, what they do that I also like is that if, because of the lockdown, you are now struggling financially. The state guarantees two and a half thousand pounds per month. That they guarantee. The residue the employer has to provide. But the first two and a half thousand pounds the state will guarantee. Now we had something similar, mm. except in our case, they haven't yet opened up 440,000 emails where people applied for the government support. So <laughs> that's not going to work very well here. And I think that's the dilemma that Ramaphosa is sitting with right now. Mm. If we go on to an extra lockdown, how is he going to get money to people? How is he going to stop starving? Because the UIF is now sitting without a chief executive officer. It's sitting without a chief financial officer. It's sitting without a chief operation officer, they've all been suspended for non-performance. Mm. So that is a, a, a problem that they have. The fine system I find interesting. If you get caught 
breaking the social rules. You nip across the road to get to a bank and you forget your mask. The fine is 200 pounds the first time. Okay. The second time, it's 400 pounds. The next time, it's 800 pounds, and it goes up to 6,400 pounds. Wow. And you will pay those fines. Yeah. If you're an organizer of an event, your fine is 10,000 pounds. So if that had been in South Africa, that Claremont pub that had all their alcohol confiscated mm. would have faced a fine of nearly a quarter of a million yeah. in addition to all their alcohol being, being confiscated. Yeah. So where do we go at this point in time? I'm glad I'm not in his shoes. Mm. We've got to get people to believe the three rules are important. Mm. You wear your mask, even when you're drunk. Mm. You sanitize, mm. even when you've had a party. You keep social distancing, even, you ha even although you haven't seen somebody for at least seven days, and mm. now you feel you need to give them a hug. Mm. So I'm not one of those who believes we have to go into a heavy lockdown, but if South Africa doesn't listen, then I think in certain geographic areas, they're going to have to start applying the rules mm. more strict than they are applying if you're living in a village where there are no infections and everybody listens anyway. Mm. So that's where I am on the lockdown. Thank you so much, Nico.